Salutations, Fartlet family, and welcome to another episode of the What The Fartlet podcast. We're now on Series 4, and since October 2020, Matt and myself, as well as our team, have been bringing you some inspirational chats with our amazing running community, and some assorted nonsense from us. Yeah, if you've never listened to us before, we've got a huge back catalogue of episodes available for free on Spotify, Apple, Google, or directly through our brand new website. Please do subscribe, leave us a rating and review if you enjoyed the show today. Now, alongside our website, you can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and we love to hear from you guys. If you've got any feedback, ideas, or just fancy a natter, then find us, follow us, and come and have a chat with us. All the links are in our bio. Our community challenge is back for Series 4, as Rob, myself, and Editor Jack lead a team of runners to take on fun challenges and bank the most miles to be crowned champions. 140 people are taking part, but we always welcome new faces. It's free, it's fun. So hit us up if you want to join in. And last but not least, we are supporting Prostate Cancer UK as our charity of the year. Please help us support the amazing work they do by checking out our Just Giving page and donating if you can. And with that being said, oh, go on, mate, you can do it this time. Really? Yeah, you've earned it. Get in. Hit the music. Are you alone, groupie, and are you enjoy your run? Back to take it easy, you're shooting up like a gun. Whatever your ability is, it's a place to be. So welcome to the world that finds that run community. If you're 17, 25, push it in your tail. Come along, join us, this is the place for you. Welcome to the world that finds that run community. Welcome to the world that finds that run community. Uh, Matthew? Hello. Uh, we're back. That's exciting, isn't it? It is, yes. Series, Seri- four. series four, very good. But before we get started, uh, what's even more exciting to me uh, is that I believe you've got a dad joke, finally. <laughs> I have, yeah, the one that I said to you at the weekend, that one. Yes, please. Right, here we go. Are you ready? Yeah, I am How- one ready. <laughs> How do you get the attention of a country girl? I don't know, Matthew. How do you get the attention of a country girl? A tractor. <laughs> That's got to, be, got to be the best one so far, that. I've waited four series for that, Matt, and you did not disappoint, my friend. Uh, and I've heard it before, but that laugh was real because I forgot the punchline. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, and also you committed to the role as well, which I was impressed with. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Series 4, Episode 1 of the What The Fart Led Podcast. We're back, baby. My name's Rob. And I'm Matt. And we are so excited reinvigorated, re-energised and ready to go. We've got a packed series coming up, uh, so much fun stuff, more interviews with more amazing people in the running community. Uh, we've got exciting things on the horizon with Summer Showdown, a new community challenge and there is so much more. How are you feeling about it, Matthew? First of all, that was a really big big up for the, for, it's just us talking, mate. <laughs> That's all it is. What this this bit, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Hey. No, I'm excited about everything, mate. To be fair, there's lots of things coming up, lots of things on the horizon. The new website's launched. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for it all. Yeah, amazing, amazing. Why don't you tell us? We'll do a little bit about how our weeks have been in a yes. moment. But before we do that, why don't you tell us a little bit about what's on the show for this brand new episode of this brand new series? Yeah, so we're gonna have a bit of a chat about our goals, uh, reevaluating and setting realistic targets, a chat with Jordan Foster, 
the Summer Showdown build-up. Statman John and good news stories. And then obviously oh. usual thank yous of the week. Thank you of the week. Thank you of the week. <laughs> Tongue tied. You got mm. through three minutes of recording before that happened, Matt. So I'm impressed. Yeah. Um, yeah, good show. Back to basics. Back to basics. It is. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do what brought us to the dance. We're gonna talk bollocks for twenty minutes to each other, and then we're gonna talk to somebody inspirational, and then we're gonna get Jack and Lou on and talk some bollocks some more, and then we're gonna bring it home. What do you reckon? Yeah, sounds good. Sounds like a plan. Before we get started, then, my friend, I don't know why I went. I went Russian. Why did I go Russian? <laughs> uh, let's just roll with it, hey? Uh, you sound like him like off Transyl- Transylvania. I do not say blah, blah, blah. I do not say blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, uh, first movie reference, three and a half minutes in. Lovely. Yes. We're getting there. We are back on track, cooking on gas. Uh, yeah, how's your week been, my friend? Yeah, instead I've been uh, away for uh, three days, away from Donner and Kids on a, on a fishing trip in the uh, sunny climes of Skegness. Yeah. Right, we're, yeah, we're pissing it down. <laughs> <laughs> usual usual stuff. Uh, not done much running. I've just been sticking to my uh, my strength and conditioning and my stretches and my physio stuff that I've been told to do. But I really haven't been doing it, but I should be doing um, I'm just trying to trying to get this uh, this ankle sorted still, and that's the reason for the chat we're having a bit later on about reevaluation yeah. and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, not much doing for me um, no. running wise, but I've been cycling to and from work every day, which is five miles there, five mile back. So that's kind of keeping my fitness up a bit. So uh, yeah, rolling along nicely, I think. Very good. And um, and you caught a fish, didn't you? I couldn't I tell if it, I couldn't tell if it was a big fish or it just looked big in your hands. No, just a minnow. I just looks big in my hands. <laughs> just tiny hands. Tiny hands. I oh, was going to say something then, but we'll, we'll leave it there. I, I almost heard the cogs turning when you were like, <laughs> yeah. can I get away with referencing my penis? No. And no, you thought, and you, you, you thought but, better of it, didn't you? Yeah, but you, you just turned that around and mentioned it, so. Yeah. Dick, the, the dick's out now. The dick's out the bag. <laughs> <laughs> how's your how's your week been anyway buddy <laughs> uh, yes thank you for asking my friend um so it has been uh interesting and we'll probably segue us nicely into um the the first conversation point that we had for, for this series uh which is all about um knockbacks and having to reevaluate goals so yeah it's been going well um uh, from a training perspective, so I'm two weeks into the marathon training plan that, that Jack has set me. Um, um, I've not fallen apart yet, which is brilliant. I've been taking it dead serious. I've been lucky enough to run with um, people pretty much every run I've done, which has helped. Um, I've run with James and with Lynn, um, with Paul, uh, Josh. Uh, big shout outs to all of you guys. Um, so that's been really nice, sir, and my friend Sarah as well. Um, hit everything on plan, been getting out at six o'clock in the morning. I've been doing stretching, I've been doing strength and conditioning, my diet's improved, been eating lots of spinach. Uh, I've been doing really, really well, if I do say so myself. Um, however, uh, big news that if you follow us on social, if you follow me on social media, you'll know, um, is that what you may have heard differently in our intro bit is that uh, rather than talking about uh, fundraising specifically for Berlin Marathon, uh, we're now just fundraising for Prostate Cancer UK as our charity of the year. And there is a reason for that. Uh, my charity place was pulled, man. So oh, man. I'm good to fear. Good to fear. Absolutely good to fear. Yeah, so I'm not running Berlin. Um, and yeah, it was it was it was heartbreaking. Um, and, and you know what? There was also an element of guilt in it because 
I was really upset and I felt bad for being upset because it was a charity place. So really, you, you, you shouldn't really, the, the, the purpose of a charity place is to raise money for charity. And we've done that. We've raised 1300 quid so far. We're smashing it. Yeah, nice. Um, and, you know, that's what matters. But I wanted to run a major, man. I've never run one. And yeah. I wanted to go to Berlin with my friends and my wife and drink some yummy German Pilsner and eat some good vegan food and <laughs> maybe run a marathon. The, the marathon came very low on the list of things I wanted to do. Um, but, yeah, I can't do it now. So that, that was why we've, we've kind of wanted to have a chat about the importance of reevaluating goals because because you do get knockbacks like that. Have you ever had anything like that in your – because obviously your injury probably plays yeah. into that, that a little bit. Doesn't yeah, that's it? why that's why we wanted to discuss that today. Obviously, my injury, I was hoping to go and uh, go to Chester with Jack's training plan and, and go through his plan for the marathon and uh, and, and smash it and get a, a, a serious PB. Um, but I know in myself, I've not done the uh, the the build up. I've not done the base build. I've not not really started the plan yet. I should be two weeks in. Um, and realistically, I know deep down that I'll not get that. PB. So that for that reason, I've uh, I know you're coming to Chester with us, aren't you? So uh, for that reason, I'm going to, going to be running it with you, and we're just going to try and enjoy it instead of instead of trying to put a time on it or whatever. Yeah, and that's so. probably the um, the big the big point that we wanted to make about reevaluating your goals. I think there's probably two messages from my perspective. The first is that you know what, it's it's okay to to be down when something happens, when you get a knockback, whether it's an injury or a race cancellation. We've seen lots of those, haven't we, through COVID? Yeah. Uh, people uh, particularly come to mind, the guys who ran, who were signed up for London Marathon in 2020 and had it postponed and then will they, won't they? And then they yeah. were like 12 weeks into the plan before it was cancelled and they had the option to run it virtually. And it was like, well, I, I suppose I might as well now because um, I've done all the training. So you, can, you saw a lot of um, disappointed faces um, on social media after that and, and I think the thing for me is that don't feel guilty about that it's okay to take a little bit of time to be like damn it that's yeah. a lot of hard work and, um, and, and 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 a lot of my kind of like desires and goals kind of down the drain and I think it's similar with injury but the follow-up for that is that there will you can really if you really try you can try and find some good in stuff and yeah and I think we both have found that, haven't we? One in the sense that look at the amount of money we've raised for charity. Yeah. Um, hopefully with some more coming um, as well. Look at um, the the benefits it's had um, from a community perspective, and you know um, that the podcast has had, and, um, yeah. and 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 you know that was driven. A lot of it was driven by the fundraising stuff and the challenges that we did. You know the ice bucket challenge, and particularly things like the quiz nights. That was a great way to bring people together a little yeah. bit. And and even more importantly, from a personal perspective, the fact that what was two very individual plans. So you know I was going to be at Chester to support you. Um, but you yeah. were running Chester, you're going to be running it super quick. Um, I was going to be running a week earlier. I was probably going to be drunk the whole time at Chester. It's <laughs> now more than likely turning into, I get to run a, a race with like one of my best mates and yeah. he's going to pace me and he's going to try and help me achieve my goals. And I, I honestly, mate, I am so excited for Chester and just the idea of running it with you and running it with Jack being around us and Sammy being yeah. there and 
Donna being there and everybody, all of our friends. We've got such a big group, Ben, Joe, Beth's coming, just Emma, just, just a great group of people that we love being there. Yeah. It's going to be such a good weekend. And it's like, rather than dwell and, and worry, just always, it's fine to just put it in a box, admit that you were sad about it, but then start filling your next box. But, oh, well, wow, well said, well put. That's Yeah, that is well put. Yeah, there's always light at the end of the tunnel, and there's always other things and other goals and other targets you can you can achieve. And, and maybe maybe in a couple of years' time you'll get to run Berlin. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just not or meant you, to be. Is or it? you might get that lucky place in London and get to run that major as well. I mean, who knows? And and that'd be even better. You know, what I mean, don't be wrong. I, I'd love Berlin's an absolute bucket list item, but London is is the one, isn't it? And I've never been lucky enough to run it. So who knows? Who knows? It just wasn't meant to be this time. And it comes back to, I know I say it all the time, but control, influence what's within your control and try your best to let go and not be impacted by what isn't. That's well said, mate, yes. Brilliant. Lovely. So, yeah, looking forward to that. And then, and plus it means that we get to talk every single week and annoy these people about how we're getting <laughs> on with training for Chester. Um, and, and, More and importantly, the, mate, it's, it's the fact that you can't get drunk in Chester now as well. That's, that's made me no, pleased. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I mean, we are staying on Sunday night. I hope you know that from the second that marathon finishes, whether I achieve what I want to achieve or not, we're getting blind drunk. <laughs> well, it depends if Donna's going to drive home on, on, on the Monday morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or we'll just do one car. Samuel will drive, bless her. After just running a first marathon. Yeah. <laughs> just like, so she'll be listening to back to this. Like, like, oh, first, no, offici- first official marathon. First official marathon, of yeah. course, yeah, because she's a, she's an ultra runner, know, uh, yeah. so she's she's much better than us. Um, okay, no, uh, but yeah, lots of fun coming, and yeah, it's all about reevaluation, and it's all about trying to take the positive. So please do send us some of your stories, guys. If you know if you've had knockbacks, what you've done to overcome it, how you've felt about it, we'd love to hear kind of the things you've got on to achieve. Help give me some inspiration, man, um, as I'm going towards my now Chester dream, not my Berlin dream. Um, about the things that you've gone on uh, to achieve after maybe a bit of a setback. We'd love to hear it. So, moving on. I think it's time. It's a new series. We've got a new batch of amazing guests. How about we go and have a chat with uh, uh, Project Marathon Girl herself, Jordan Foster, Matt? Yeah, sounds like a good one. I've had a quick sneak peek. Yes, brilliant. Yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, Not only an incredibly accomplished runner in her own right, um uh, sort of uh, throughout her running journey but she is currently on her way back to the dizzy heights that she's achieved previously um after becoming a mum for the first time so um uh, so she's going to talk all about her postpartum journey as well as all the amazing achievements across various distances that she uh, that she managed um uh, before uh, having a baby so uh, it'd be really really interesting and I think a lot of people are going to resonate with it particularly maybe women who've been on their own uh, postpartum journey I know Sammy really enjoyed it yeah. Um, uh, so yeah look should we go over and have a chat with uh, with Jordan yeah let's do it right then guys we are back for series four of the Water Fortnite podcast and we're starting off with a bang uh, we're talking to a woman who is an accomplished runner all the way up to ultra marathon distance and whose journey has been littered with great successes and huge challenges. And in 2021, she has embarked on a whole new journey as she launches back into a running uh, back into a running journey uh, postpartum following the birth of her first child. Cannot wait to get talking to her. Cannot wait to hear all about her story. Uh, please, well, please join me even, he says, losing his, his words in welcoming uh, Jordan Foster. How are you doing today? 
Hello. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yes, very well, thank you. How's your day been? You been out for a run at all? Uh, no, not today. Today is a running rest day, but I did a strength session and lots of walking in the pram with Gracie. Oh, making me very, very envious. Uh, every time I have a rest day, I always think to myself, I should definitely do strength and conditioning. And inevitably, I you just watch Netflix. You should. <laughs> you should. It's the secret that a lot of runners don't know about and don't do, but it makes so much difference. Yeah, everybody says it, don't they? Strength and conditioning and stretching, but mm-hmm. oh, easy to Yeah. Uh, brilliant. We've got loads to cover off. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, which like to start these chats in the same place with everybody, learn mm-hmm. a little bit about you and your background. So do you mind just telling everyone listening who may not know or may need refreshing um, a little bit about how you first got into running? Yeah, um, it's not the most exciting story in the world. Um, I basically, in my early 20s, I think I'd enjoyed going out a little bit too much and not really doing anything else and yeah. just wanted to get a little bit fitter and a bit healthier so um I started going to a gym and a gym class and doing the odd run every now and again um and then some girls at the gym class that I went to were signing up to do a obstacle race they're not quite as popular anymore but they were a few years ago um and there was one quite local to us and it was a 10k and they asked me if I wanted to do it with them and I just said yes because I have a habit of just saying yes to everything um and then I realized oh I should probably actually try and go for a run and see if I can run that far um so yeah I just started running and um the park near me was a kilometer um around it so I just used to go there and do laps and every time I went or every couple of days I just try and add on an extra lap and another lap and another lap and I got up to 10k and did this obstacle race really enjoyed it and just decided to carry on from there so I did another 10k obstacle race and then of course the next logical thing to do was sign up for a half marathon so um yeah where I'm from uh, in Peterborough they have quite a big half marathon in the autumn So in the summer, I just decided to sign up for that. I didn't really know what I was doing at all. I just thought, well, I need to run 13 miles. So I'll just try and run a little bit further every time I go out for a run. Um, So that was sort of the extent of my training plan. Um, And I did the half marathon and really enjoyed it. And then it kind of gave me the kick to join a local running club, um, which is when I sort of realised how kind of little I knew about running um when I went to one of the sessions there and saw what everyone else was doing and yeah I just did a couple more half marathons and then at the end of 2015 I was lucky enough to get a charity place for the London Marathon um the following year and then yeah kind of here we are (laughs) And, 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 and the rest, as they say, is history. Talk to me about uh, about London then. So first marathon. Mm-hmm. I know you said you'd done some half marathons before. Obviously, you were in the running club. You were starting to get um, a little bit more acclimatised to, yeah. to training and, and everything that comes along with it. How was the experience of training? Well, first of all, how was the experience of training for that first marathon? And then also, how, how amazing was it, obviously, running the thing? So... 
I was terrified um, for training. When I got my training plan from a coach at my running club, and obviously, as the weeks went on, I saw that the distances were going up. And to begin with, I had such a mental block that, right, I can run 13 miles, but there's no way that I can run any further than that. Like, I'm not good enough, I'm not fit enough, I'm not fast enough. So every week I pretty much had a bit of a nervous breakdown that I've got to run 15 miles I'm running 18 miles and 20 miles and then yeah obviously each time like each time I did it I felt more and more confident about the marathon but I'd probably I've never been so nervous before a race as I was for that first London marathon um so obviously the marathon is at the end of the month and I think pretty much for the whole of April I just felt sick if I thought about it if someone asked me about it I just you know when you get that feeling in your stomach like the butterflies and I was yeah I was so so nervous um and then the day itself was just amazing um like everything from going to the expo to lining up at the start area um luckily I had friends that lived in London and so I was able to stay there and sort of travel down to the start and I was on my own I didn't know anyone else doing it really um because this in this was in 2016 so this was sort of before I was really using Instagram I didn't know about the Instagram running community so I didn't know anybody that ran really apart from my like immediate friends and people in my running club um but yeah, the experience was just amazing. My um, partner at the time came to cheer with some friends and my dad came down as well. Um, and yeah, I think the best moment for me was um, crossing Tower Bridge. Everybody says, I was, you know what, if you hadn't mentioned it, my my co-host on the show, Matt, his first marathon was London mm-hmm. and he always talks about Tower Bridge. So I always try and find a way to weasel myself into it in the conversation. But yeah. everybody says it. It's just it's a bucket list moment, isn't it? It is like you. It's really hard to like even explain. Like you turn the corner and you can just hear like the crowds. Like It's almost like makes everything vibrate because they're so loud. And um yeah it's just incredible so running over the bridge and my dad had managed to get I don't know I don't know what he was standing on but he'd managed to stand on something so he was higher than everyone else as as I was running past like I saw him and I'm not really like the most emotional person when it comes to stuff like that but I think just the emotions of everything and the fact it was London and thousands of people cheering like started to cry and then I was like no pull yourself together like (laughs) 13 miles to run and yeah it was that that was a brilliant moment and also when you come into the finish as well just like the crowd and seeing like Buckingham Palace and then yeah it's just incredible it is it is isn't it it's an it's an iconic finishing straight for sure so coming out of London 2016 your running journey I don't want to say gets more serious because it doesn't really matter what you're running running serious regardless but you really start to accomplish some pretty remarkable feats don't you as you kind of step up your training I guess the races that you're running so have you got any memories from sort of 2017 2018 anything that really stands out to you as being like 
yeah, that was a big one. I'll take that one with me. That'll always well, be in the memory bank. Well, actually, it wasn't It wasn't quite like that. Um, okay. So I did London Marathon in 2016. And um, at the time... I loved running and the London Marathon was great, but I was still doing a lot of obstacle races. Mm -hmm. That was sort of what I spent a lot of my weekends doing and what I enjoyed more at the time. And I didn't really take the other side of running, like marathon running that seriously. And um, in 2017, I signed, I'd got into London again because I got good for age. And I'd also signed up for Paris Marathon and looking back now and I have said this before like I got a bit complacent I guess Mm -hmm. and a little bit cocky that oh I've run a marathon before I can do it again it's fine and I didn't train as well and I didn't take it as seriously and it showed on the day like London Marathon 2017 um was probably yeah it was well it was definitely my least favorite London Marathon but I hated it I really struggled because I hadn't trained well enough because I'd got a bit lazy with it. And I think it was a really good reminder that no matter whether you're doing your first marathon or you've run 10 marathons, if you've not trained for it properly, then most of us can't get away with it on the day. But in a way, I'm sort of glad that happened because it gave me like the kick up the arse to make sure that next time... I trained properly because I didn't ever want to feel like that again. Um, so yeah, like the towards the end of 2017, I started like taking it a bit more seriously, and I yeah signed up with a running coach and just kind of threw myself into running. Um, and then yeah, I'd say 2018 was probably my like if you want to call it breakthrough year. Yeah. Um. So I did London 2018 and I knocked about half about half an hour off my PB, I think. Amazing. Um, I think I'm one of the only people that actually enjoyed the 2018 London Marathon because that's when there was the uh, heat wave. I was going to say, was that, that, that was the really hot one, wasn't it? Yeah, um, but I quite liked running in the heat and I just had a brilliant time because I trained well and I'd, I don't think I missed a run in the whole training block. And it showed on the day, so... I did, yeah, London 2018, and then I did Berlin the same year as well, where I knocked a little bit more time off, and I ran a 3.01, and then six weeks later, I did Switzerland Marathon, the Swiss City Marathon, and that's when I got my sub three. Amazing amazing and so I mean I mean so what what's changed there then so I'm, I'm, I'm guessing the training's really stepped up the discipline the commitment it, at this point is running kind of all, all all encompassing in your life at that point yeah it was and again I think you need to get that balance right as well and probably for a little while I didn't um mm-hmm it was that I would not miss a run for every anything. Um, I remember I was moving house um, when I was moving down to London at the end of 2018. And I had a, it was on a Sunday I was moving, but obviously Sunday is long run day. Um, yeah. But I got up at like four o'clock in the morning on a Sunday in the like beginning of December to, to go on my run because yeah. I couldn't miss it even though I was moving house. <laughs> yeah. 
and I know sometimes you need to like make sacrifices and move things around but yeah there was a period where I'd probably say I was on the other side and like a bit more obsessed than was necessarily healthy um probably it was similar um had a similar relationship at the time with social media that I felt that I had to post every single day or twice a day I think I was doing most of the time like in the morning and in the evening and yeah it was all a bit much like running was probably a bit of an unhealthy obsession um Mm. at that time but I loved it at the same time yeah yeah, and and, and and I think you do naturally find that balance, don't you? It's all about sort of dipping your toe in the water and figuring out what, what works for you. You did mention one thing that I thought was really interesting, and, and I did want to loop around on it. You talked about social media, and obviously it has its potential drawbacks, you know, the particularly when you have, I mean, you have a very substantial following, particularly on Instagram. How do you find social media now, sort of, you know, learning the things you've learned over the years? How does that fit in with your running journey the the positives of it potential drawbacks how do you find that kind of all ties together um I've definitely chilled out with it so yeah back in 2018 I would post like I said like every day sometimes twice a day and I'd post about every single run and every single gym session and it did it was a bit addictive to be honest it was almost as addictive as the running side um but now I'm a lot more relaxed about it. Like I don't post every single day. I don't, I also don't share every single aspect of my training because what I found quite difficult before was when, when I was um, sharing absolutely everything, people obviously get invested in other people's journeys, don't they? And people would message me and be like, oh, you must be going for this time or what time are you going for? You must be going for a sub three and you must be doing this. And it just felt like it put so much more pressure on me um, because I was thinking, like, oh, God, all these people think that I should be going for this. And if I don't, I'm going to let everyone down. And which obviously isn't true. Um, but yeah, I've definitely relaxed with it over the last couple of years. Yeah, it's a good point, isn't it? Because when it's out there, it's out there and you can't really take it back, can you? No. And sometimes I have been like a bit guarded with what I'm going for. But sometimes I do share my goals. But yeah, I just don't share absolutely everything now because people can make opinions and then try and give you advice or like think they're giving you encouragement. But for me personally, sometimes it just adds the pressure on. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's understandable. And, and normally it's never done with malice. It's everybody trying to support each other and feel their way through yeah. the online running community. But I absolutely agree with you. And, and, and I think it's the right. And again, we're talking, we, this word keeps coming back, doesn't it? Balance. Ooh, Matthew. Hello. Should take a little break from this awesome chat with Jordan to talk about something we've got coming up this weekend. Yes, eek, eek, eek. What, why don't you tell the people what's happening? What's happening on Saturday, Matt? Oh, it's it's the biggest football match since 1966 World Cup final. That's that's a strong shout. It's going to be a... shit, but... <laughs> uh, go on, tell them. What have we got coming up? <laughs> We've got the Summer Showdown charity football match between Team Robber and United and Mattlesfield Town. It's the WCF Cup. 
<laughs> and it's going to be live. And it's live. Yeah, dead excited for it. Um, 2.30 on Saturday, we'll be playing uh, Team Led by Me Team, led by Matt. Uh, we are doing it in support of Prostate Cancer UK. And in partnership with the amazing people at Voom Nutrition, who have kindly supplied us with uh, a whole host of treats for our nutritional needs. If you do need anything, uh, whether you're playing football, whether you are prepping for marathon season, get over and check out Voom. Energy bars, powders for your drinks, they've got it all, man, and they will get you going. I'm hoping they keep me going because I think I'm going to pass out after five minutes of playing football. Uh, I've not done for five years, but we are super excited to do it, Matt. Uh, we're going to be posting loads of stuff on our social medias throughout the day. And as always, we are dead, dead grateful to Voom and we are really looking forward to raising some money for Prostate Cancer UK. Yeah, we definitely are. Can't wait. Absolutely. So should we get back and finish our chat with Jordan with that being said? Let's do it. Um, so you, you, you're running these great times, you're knocking times off, you're a sub-three-hour marathon runner. What, what, what happens next then? We're getting to the end of about 2018 now, aren't we? Yeah, so I then moved down to London in December of that year. So December 2018, moved in um, just with a house, into a house share. And yeah, it just sort of went from there, really. I'd wanted to live in London for a while and... As I was able to work from anywhere, I just sort of went for it. And yeah, the coaching kind of went from strength strength to strength. And it was it was just amazing to like help people. And obviously, um, a lot of people were training for marathons. So they had the spring marathon season. So I had loads of people doing London, Manchester, Brighton. Um, and obviously, I was doing London Marathon as well. So it was really good to like, all work together towards a similar goal and I went and um, cheered Manchester Marathon and Brighton Marathon which was the first time that I'd ever cheered a marathon before and it was so much fun I think I was actually more knackered at the end of that than I was when I've ran a marathon (laughs) (laughs) Um, cheering if you've never done it before uh, it's hard work because you're not just there for like an hour you were there for six seven I think Manchester we were there for seven or eight hours um so yeah it's it is more tiring I think than actually running a marathon um and then yeah so in terms of my running though I think I think the term is burnt out um (laughs) as you can probably imagine like 2018 was a pretty busy year and as soon as I'd done my sub three rather than resting I pretty much just carried on training because I did that thing that again a lot of runners do where they do a really good race and obviously afterwards you feel great you feel amazing and rather than thinking right I'm going to take it easy now you're like right what else can I do um and I didn't really rest I think I had like two or three rest days not even that and then was back into training and combined with that I then set up my business combined with that I then moved and I think I was just running on adrenaline and excitement and everything like that and early 2019 I sort of just crashed a little bit and um, unfortunately that seemed to happen just before the London Marathon um so I went into it feeling tired and I'd 
I trained hard and I still was going to give it a go but it just didn't happen on the day and um yeah I think it was genuinely just because I'd burnt out and I'd peaked too soon so that was definitely a lesson learned from there um and I think I just put too much pressure on myself with having to hit certain times and I think because I'd done the sub three previously um everyone again was and it wasn't their fault they weren't doing it on purpose but everyone else was sort of adding that pressure on as well because I'd already hit sub three it was oh what are you going to do now well you must be going for 255 250 and it felt like everyone was sort of expecting me to do really well so when I didn't I felt that not only had I let myself down I'd let everyone else down um so I decided I just wanted to like take the pressure off myself for a little bit and not be bothered about running fast or having to hit certain times so obviously the logical thing to do was to um sign up for some ultras <laughs> well you say it's, it's one way of looking at it because I was thinking about where this segue might come from and, and yes absolutely I guess it, it does mean less focus on time but yeah. it's not exactly taking it easy is it so uh, yeah. talk me through that transition then from the very I guess speed focused um uh very time focused world of of, yeah. of of frankly impressive and competitive marathon running that you were doing in 2018 to 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 to, to the world of ultra running so yeah I, I mean I loved ultra training it was just lots of um long easier paced runs and I'd do a lot of them with friends and I wouldn't be watching like or checking my watch and worrying about what pace I was doing but me being me I obviously still did put some sort of pressure on myself as in that I wanted to do well at the ultras I was doing so the first ultra that I did was race to the stones yeah um so I did that in 2019 the 100k um so I did the straight through 100k on the Saturday and I didn't want to just turn up and do it I'm not that sort of person like I always want to try and do my best um and I had no idea how it was going to go really I'd done a mountain race um which was incredible in Austria two weeks prior um which was 60 60 odd kilometers I think um and that was the only time I'd gone over like marathon distance so I didn't really know what to expect um but yeah on the day I just sort of took it well I took the pressure off myself I wasn't aiming for a certain time I just kept telling myself that just try and keep running when you can like as much as you can don't stop and walk unless you really need to um and yeah race the stones was a surprise because I ended up finishing sec- um oh I can't remember now second or third I think it was second yeah uh, according to my note according to my notes which admittedly came from you it was second oh, which was is second. pretty impressive it was second. um but I didn't realize I was because we had a bit of a nightmare in the morning and um, we got stuck in traffic on the way there. So I was meant to be going off in the first wave and we missed we missed the start, basically. So I didn't go off until the third wave. 
so I had no idea who was ahead of me I was just sort of running my own race and was like right my aim is to try and catch people up from the wave before and the wave before that but obviously I had no idea like how many people were ahead of me um so when I finished and I I think yeah I finished in just over 10 hours which really annoys me because I just got under 10 hours but it was like 10 hours and one minute and when I finished I think I was the fifth fifth woman to cross the line which I was more than happy with like I didn't know what to expect and then a couple of minutes later they announced oh actually like because you started in a later wave you came second and I could see the other women that I'd obviously pushed off (laughs) off the podium (laughs) and I was like oh sorry um but yeah so I did that and then quite uh quite soon after that I um I'd met the guys that run the Ultra X events. Yep. Um, which, for anyone that doesn't know, Ultra X do the most amazing multi-stage ultra marathons um, from either 125k over two days or 250k over five days all around the world. So, Mexico, Sri Lanka, Jordan. Um, And now they've started doing them in this country as well. So there's two day events in Scotland, Wales, England. But yeah, I met the race directors for Ultra X and I somehow ended up getting convinced, although it didn't really take much convincing, (laughs) uh, to do Ultra X Jordan. And I mean, I couldn't really say no to it because it was named after me. So. I was going to say Jordan in Jordan. Exactly. Yeah, we did come up with that, but then we thought it might sound like a like a bit of a dodgy um, like. <laughs> yeah. Now you've said it. I, I think uh, the hashtag I, uh... that we did originally come up with was Five Nights in Jordan. But <laughs> even better. Yeah. Even better. <laughs> that was that wasn't the one we went with. <laughs> no. Um, and yeah, so again, they asked if I wanted to take part. And of course, I said yes. And it was in October that year. So this was in the, the what, the July. And so I'd run 100k in one go. So obviously, I thought, how hard could it be to run 250k over five days um, in a desert in really, really hot conditions? Um, but yeah I did it and it was yeah the most incredible experience of my life I think yeah and and you won that one right yes amazing pretty pretty special so 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 did so how did you find I mean the transition from marathon to ultra you obviously took took in your stride pretty capably then uh, what, what would you say you preferred what, what what's meant and it's a hard question probably but mm. could, could could you say what what's meant more to you is it the you know the sub three marathons the the achievements of 2018 or is it those amazing performances in the ultras that followed the year after I have been asked this before and I always find it really tricky um I despite everything I do still think that my sub three marathon is the top just because I'd wanted it. I really wanted it. And in 2017, after I'd had a couple of like crappy races and wasn't feeling great about my running, 
I put it out there, then my lifetime goal was that I was going to get a sub three marathon and I achieved it late no, the next year and I think it wasn't something that I ever thought that I was well I didn't think I'd get it that soon um and I think that will always be a special one for me as well yeah. but yeah the, oh, it's so tricky because yeah the event in Jordan I think the event in Jordan is special to me like it'd still be special to me even if I didn't win it um that was more just about the experience I think um yeah I mean I'd go as far to say it was sort of life-changing it was just being in a desert for five days with no like electricity and no phones and sleeping in like an open-sided tent for five nights and eating freeze-dried food and going to the toilet in a hole like in the sand <laughs> it was just um yeah it was just incredible I'd yeah. love I'd absolutely love to do it or one of their other events again but might not be able to do that for a few years no and that is a lovely segue into the thing that I wanted to talk about uh in in this chat because 2020 uh I think you you, you put on the notes uh, that, that you sent over to us the plan was to get back into marathons maybe to start start pushing back in that discipline but the world changed for everybody uh in the sense of covid happening but it changed even more so for you didn't it yeah you could say that um yeah so as as you said the beginning of 2020 it was i'd had i had loads of races booked um and little trips away I was due to do the Comrades Marathon uh, in South Africa which was going to be amazing but yeah in early February 2020 um found out I was pregnant so before uh, we that, that, that'll, that'll put a kibosh on it won't it yeah although originally at the start because I didn't I'd never been pregnant before I didn't know what to expect I thought I'd still be able to run loads and I was still planning on doing the London Marathon um, and I would have been 16 I think yeah. yeah 16 17 weeks pregnant and yeah obviously even if it hadn't been cancelled there is no way that would have happened yeah. but um yeah so found out I was pregnant in 2020 um February 2020 and then obviously yeah March we all know what happened the whole world went into lockdown and yeah it was a very weird time because my preg it affected my pregnancy obviously in lots of ways but I'd planned or thought that I was going to have a really kind of fun and active pregnancy and we were going to go away and go on running trips and do races still and all of that literally overnight got taken away and it was hard on some days to sort of find the motivation to still run because there wasn't anything and I think it was the same for a lot of people not just because I was pregnant because everything that we used to run for had sort of been taken away um so yeah it was a very weird time and I think it um it did affect like how my pregnancy went but I still I tried to run as much as I could and there are people out there that will have done a lot more than me and people out there that would have done less but 
what I've learned from being pregnant myself is that no like no two pregnancies are the same really there's not like every single pregnant woman will have a different experience and I just did what felt right for me which was to kind of really take the intensity back drop my mileage because I didn't feel comfortable like going out and doing what I was doing before so I sort of stuck for the first like few months I stuck to doing like 5k or 10k on a couple of occasions and then yeah it was just more about getting out and um yeah getting out to feel good rather than training like I effectively I didn't train I was just running if that makes sense yeah yeah Yeah, um yeah and um I ran up until I was 34 weeks pregnant um and by but by that point it was literally a 5k walk run a couple of times a week and it just got to the point like I'd always said to myself that I wanted to stop before I had to um I didn't want I didn't want to stop because I got injured or because something went wrong or I was in pain I just said I always vowed that I'd stop when I stopped enjoying it and at being 34 weeks pregnant with quite a large bump (laughs) in when that would have been like August time so it was just after I don't know if you remember we had that horrific heat wave yes I do where and I lived in London at the time and I think some days it was like 35 36 degrees and it got just got to the point I was like I'm not enjoying this anymore and so I stopped and I'm really glad that I did because unfortunately and I think social media again plays a part in this I do know other pregnant women that ran until they got injured or they stopped because they had to and I feel quite glad that I stopped because I wanted to yeah yeah and I think that's a big difference um so yeah I stopped running um the beginning or end of August beginning of September and then yeah Gracie arrived in October and I've blinked and now she's eight months old (laughs) yeah and and you'll blink again and she'll be 12 and then you'll blink again yeah it it, it doesn't get any slower it doesn't get any slower um but it's quite the roller coaster I can tell you from experience now let's just um let's try and flash back to mid blink since Grace was born (laughs) because January 2021 so turn of the year as the world's starting to open up again Grace is what three months old by this point this is when you're you're now about I imagine what 12 weeks postpartum something like that Um, this is when you start sort of reintroducing running and I guess reshaping your journey you've done exactly the same thing so it is a big adjustment and a big change um both pre uh, running pre and post um uh, pregnancy so how 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 gone how have you found that your running journey has shifted or adapted or changed in any ways now that you're getting back into it after having grace yeah absolutely so again before I sort of had Gracie and went through it myself I kind of thought oh I ran for ages like before I was pregnant I ran for quite a lot during my pregnancy like it'll be fine I'll just be able to pick up where I left off like I might need to do a couple of like interval walk runs but yeah I'm sure it'll be easy and then 
I I also thought as well that I would sort of be itching to get back to exercise at that six week mark um which seems to be when the doctors can sign you off and then it's like oh yeah you're free to do whatever you want but absolutely was not the case for me at six weeks I was I don't think I was barely functioning still um I got to about I'd say 11 10 11 weeks and I just wanted to go for a run um I wanted to see where I was at and how it felt so remember me and um yeah me Danny and Gracie like walked down to the common and he had the pram and I was just going to go and do a couple of laps and see how it was and honestly it was it was horrific (laughs) it was horrific um I felt so unfit I was still about I think two stone heavier um and it was horrible and I remember I don't remember if it was that one or the second run I just cried at the end and I thought everything that I've worked hard for like over the last few years and it's just gone like I've and I'm sure if anyone is this any woman's listening to this that's had a baby they'll understand like those first couple of runs you think that you're never ever going to be able to run again or you're never going to be able to get fit again because it just feels so alien um so I persevered for a couple more weeks just doing like the odd run but literally every single run just felt horrible and I was putting too much pressure on myself and just not enjoying it so I think it was the middle of January I just decided that I was going to do couch to 5k um because again before that because I was a running coach um because I'd been running for a few years and I'd run a sub three marathon I almost thought I don't need to do couch to 5k like um yeah I just let my ego get in the way of it a little bit and yeah but I was really struggling I wasn't getting any better and I just decided to do it and it was the best thing that I did for my running because it stopped me from trying to do too much and it eased me back in gently and built me up and honestly um those first few weeks when I had to run for I think it's three minutes or three and a half minutes it was really hard yeah and yeah but I just stuck with it and I was doing three runs a week and kind of each week I started to feel fitter and fitter and yeah it just is definitely a best the best thing that I did and I didn't complete couch 5k because I got to week six, I think, where you run for 25 minutes continuously. And I was almost back at that 5K distance by that point. Um, So I just decided to then do my own thing and just carried on building up from there. And so, yeah, that would have been beginning of March. Um, And, yeah, it's just kind of gone from strength to strength since then. Brilliant. And and so, sorry for my excited level of enthusiasm at the mention of Couch to 5K. We love Couch to 5K. We did an episode in Series 3 where we had a, a, some some ladies on who who entered their running journey through Couch to 5K. And I think it's really interesting that you say that. And, and, and you, you put it very, said it very poignantly yourself. But I, 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 I did want to make a point of the fact that it really resonates with me that, yes, it's a great introduction to running. Uh, uh, application uh, methodology whatever you want to call it program but 
it it can help anybody in such a variety of scenarios and yeah what 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 a great way to to kind of build yourself back in absolutely and I've spoke to a lot of people since then and since when I put on Instagram that I was doing couch 5k I had a lot of people message and comment saying that they were going to do it as well um and I think yeah it gave people perhaps the confidence that they saw me doing it so that oh actually it is okay to do it like because I think it does have that I don't know if you've run a marathon before you think oh I don't need to do couch 5k but whether you've had a baby or whether you've been injured or whether you've just taken a long time off running it's really unless you want to get an injury or anything like that it's really a good way to get back into it yeah brilliant absolutely agreed uh so couch 5k is done well or, or at least done to the point where it, it did what it needed to for you and, and you're stepping the distance up and you're stepping the training up um what's what's next what's what's in plan for you now uh so the london marathon mm-hmm. um obviously i had my spot for 2020 which then we all know what happened there um the virtual london marathon was a week before my due date so i didn't take part in that for some reason um (laughs) (laughs) so my place got deferred to october 2021 um and yeah i kind of thought that'd be a really good thing to aim for like it'll be a year after i've had gracie um and then for a few months, I thought it's never going to happen, especially when I first started getting back into running. But as I've sort of built up and I've built, managed to build like my distances up again. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to go for it. And I just hope that it goes ahead. Um, I mean, who knows? Yeah. But yeah, that's my sort of goal for this year. And I've got myself a running coach, which... I think sometimes people find a bit weird when a running coach gets a running coach but um for me I just I like having someone to like talk about my training with and I think as a coach myself I'm always too hard on myself or I'm I have been guilty in the past of setting myself the sessions that I perhaps like rather than the sessions that I should be doing um yeah so I think no matter what level you are you can always benefit from having someone someone to help you and guide you and the coach that I've got um she's a fantastic runner and she's a higher she's a better level than me um she's run for GB and her thing her marathon times at 237 so obviously I'm going to be able to learn from her and I don't think there's anything wrong with that um so yeah I'm working with her now and hopefully get to the London Marathon start line in a few months brilliant absolutely exciting times now if people want to follow your journey and I'm fairly certain they all probably already do because you've got so many followers on social media um project marathon girl on Instagram that's right yeah. isn't it and project mara girl on Twitter I don't know how active you are on Twitter but I that is your handle isn't it that is yeah um project marathon uh, girl is too long for Twitter uh, Ah, yes yeah yeah twitter and the flipping character limits on everything um you've also got a website projectmarathongirl.com and that has info in it you've got a blog on there um you've also got links for for the coaching is that right 
Yes, so my blog has been severely neglected. Um, sure. Understandably, was, you've had other things going on. But I am planning on getting back to it. Um, and also coaching at the moment, I am on maternity leave. Yes. Um, but I am hoping to start coaching again towards the end of this year. So I will be putting updates on my Instagram page and on my website as well lovely stuff and is there anybody else you wanted to sort of shout out anyone you're working with you want to mention anything at all you want to cover off before we finish today Jordan um just that um yeah my I mean my new coach so I'm working with running as uh, her Instagram is running j10k so oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah if you're looking for a new coach um yeah that's it really Brilliant, brilliant. Well, thank you so much for your time. It's absolutely flown by. Um, <laughs> such an interesting story. I'm sure um, people are going to agree with me. By all means, guys, you need to get out there. You need to, if you're not already following Jordan, you need to give her a follow. Um, yeah, that's it. Thank you so much for your time. Best of luck with uh, with uh, London building up, hopefully, if it goes ahead. What are you and, doing? Uh, hopefully we'll yeah. uh, me, I am uh, Berlin, is the plan. So, ah, Berlin's we'll amazing. See. Yeah, really looking forward to it. Really looking forward to it. Um, cool. Okay, thank you so much for your time. And hopefully we'll speak again soon. Brilliant. Speak soon. And that, Matthew, was Project Marathon Girl herself. Jordan Foster, what do you reckon? Yes, always good chats, mate. You bring out the best in people and get, get them talking. Yeah, it's brilliant stuff. Oh, you're lovely. And and she was an absolute champ because we were navigating a sleeping baby um, yeah. upstairs as well. So she did she did really, really well. Um, and she's amazing. Really big accomplishments and, and, and such an inspiration from a postpartum perspective uh, on top of that. So predict even bigger things for in the future and uh, was super happy she came and shared her story with us. Mm. So it's time, Matthew. It says for what? Well. The anticipation has been building. The people have spoken. They mm. wanted it back. We went a series without one, but they wanted it back. We've got a new community challenge. We have. What is what? Oh, we need a soundbite. What could we? It's the summer showdown in London. <laughs> London dance. Yes. I wasn't expecting that. I was, I, I was panicking because I'd not come up with anything. Well, Brilliant. there you go. Just on, on, on. Well, that's it. That is now our summer showdown nice uh, intro sorted. Was it? Is it your own? Your own song? Is it your own music? What? Yeah, yeah. Came up with myself, to be honest. Yeah. Good, um, yeah, I'm pretty proud of it. Um, nice. Just off the top of my head, to be fair. Nice and Real. original. Yeah. How's it go? Um, it's the summer showdown. Nah, 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 nah. You see, that just sounds like ripping off final countdown. No. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Do it my way. Go on, then. It's the summer showdown. Did you hear it? That makes it original. So it goes up and then, yeah, I get you. A bit like Vic Rees and Bob Moore to yeah? Yeah, like that. Brilliant. We've really lost it a bit, haven't we? Right, okay, so, ladies and gentlemen. If you're brand new to the show, you've just come across us. Let me tell you a little bit about our Make Matt Run Challenge. So every series, uh, Matt and I take Matt on in a series of different challenges. We've done a whole host of different things. Every series, we've done Strava art. Um, we've done uh, uh, challenges where members of the of our listeners, the Fartlek family, have challenged. We've done all different things. 
Um, however, what we did in Series 2, and it went down really well, was we did a Most Miles Wins Challenge. So Matt and I took each other on. We, we both led a team of our listeners, of our Fartlek family. And over 10 weeks, the entirety of the series, we uh, went head-to-head to see who could run the most miles. And it went down a treat, didn't it, Mafu? Yeah, people loved it. People got involved. Yeah, it was great community feel. Brilliant stuff. Yeah, really enjoyed it. So uh, after you guys spoke and gave us some feedback saying you uh, you hadn't had enough of it, we've decided to bring it back. So we're going to do it again. We're going to we we're calling it the summer showdown because it's the summer and we're not very inventive. It's going to be a most miles wins challenge with extra bonus rounds. We've we're all lead, we're leading the team, so I've got a team, Matt's got a team, but this time there's a third team. Oh, Who's three the third way. man? A three. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's bringing you, it down. You, you caught me off guard then. Uh, yes, we're having a three way. Um, who is the third man? Who could it be? Who is it? Drum roll, please. Well, we've kind of advertised it all over social media and picked the team, so um, people will know. But I don't know. I'm trying to, like, pan this out, but he's still on mute. Like, he's not <laughs> taking the hint. It's useless. I'm off mute. I, I was waiting for you to enter me. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I just realised what... I just realised what I said. That's what I said. Oh, dear. oh Jackson Penfolio. <laughs> the listeners have missed me, haven't they? Uh, uh yes, I'm sure they have. Um, uh, Embarrassment. Again. And I and I and I and I've missed entering you. Um, <laughs> how are you today, sir? Uh, other than really red face, I'm really good actually. Yeah, good, good man. Um, and how's your marathon training going? Very quickly. Uh, so somewhat good, somewhat not. I had my COVID vaccine last week, so I tailed off a bit. But other than that, it's all good. But watching you do yours, Rob, is uh inspiring me somewhat because oh. you've been hitting every single day. So yes, it has been inspiring me, and seeing everyone else do theirs as well definitely helps because normally people do theirs in April and ours is at the tail end of the year. Nice, nice to have a gang of us. So, and yeah, definitely well on for that sub three, mate. I cannot wait to witness it happen. Um, so you're going to be our third captain, Jack, aren't you? How are you feeling about being a captain? You've been promoted. You're stepping up in the world. Yeah, I know. I haven't, I haven't had my pay rise yet, but other than that, I'm feeling good to be a captain. My team are really upbeat. Um, we've had a couple of birthday messages go around, congratulating people on their runs this weekend. So the spirit is definitely there, and hopefully. Wow. Um, I can do my team proud because I know they'll do me proud. I just want to make them proud and uh, bank some miles and have good fun. Oh, isn't he adorable? Isn't he adorable? Um, yeah. Yeah, um, I thought that was you then, wasn't it? I thought it was Jack then. They went, yep, I am adorable. Wait, 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 um, Jack. It was Jack. It was Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm say, you wait till we get behind the scenes. I won't be nice. I'm just doing this for, for the cameras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all, it's all a show. Um, so, yeah, so you're going to be uh, a captain. Great to see. And I'll tell you something, Matt. He's putting us to shame a little bit. There's been quite a lot of enthusiasm and excitement from uh, Team Jack, yeah. from the, the jackasses uh, early on. Loads of uh, uh, posts on social media. Um, loving to see it, but I uh, feel like the Robheads and the Matt Bikes need to step up the game. They might be resting on the laurels, a bit comfy as they're returning the teams from last series. So we've, we've kept our people from last time, haven't we, mate? 
Yeah, yeah, we had a few, fair few people wanting to, to, to keep teams, and uh, yeah, so that's what that's what we decided to do. But we decided to mix it up and uh, get the newbies on Jack's team. And yeah, you're right. Well, it's said you said they they've all got involved and uh, and kicking up a storm on on social media and getting involved in the community stuff. Yeah, it's good to see. But they're gonna lose. Oh, fighting words from Ooh. Tiny Master. The Yorkshire Ewok yeah. has spoken. <laughs> um, I don't know if you've ever been on a. Uh, um, Haven holidays, you know, like the caravan holidays. But the when you go to the uh, the bars at night time, they have little songs on, and there's a song that they have teams, and one of them is a blue team and a yellow team, and they, they sing, the blue team sing, ooh, stick you, cause we're all blue and you're yellow, so stick you, Jack, you're having it. That was Matt. Cool. I know that because because I used to work at Haven Holiday Park, and I heard that <laughs> every single shift, and it did my nothing. <laughs> Yeah, so so not only by singing that are you giving a really long drawn out story that confuses everyone, but you're also giving Jack some kind of weird flashback disorder. Um, we'll yeah. find him shaking it's in the corner. <laughs> no, 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 stop, Rory, stop. Is it Rory? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I don't Rory, Rory, the Rory, Rory, Rory the Tiger. Um, right, let's move on swiftly before this gets weird. Um, I'll tell you what, though, lads. We're starting on the 5th of uh, July, so this Monday, the challenge mm-hmm. starts. But I tell you what, we are not going to be able to have a challenge. We're not going to know what's going on. How are we going to know the rules? How are we going to know the challenges? How are we going to know who's in the lead? What we we need we need a a master of ceremonies. Oh. We need a who could it be? A ringmaster. Oh. Now, I'm sure we've got somebody who's just returned from maternity leave and who's ready and roaring to go to keep this rowdy rabble in order. Uh, Louise, are you here? Uh, no, here. I was so nervous about the mute button and when I was going to be entered. And no! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, people stop entering each other. Uh, I love it. How are you doing, my friend? It's so good to have you back. I am really good. It is good to be back and hear your little voices in live rather than every Thursday. Uh, yeah, we've missed you so much. How's the family? How's Freddie? How's FF doing? Good. Uh, they're all good. The boys are good. Um, but let me tell you, because I think Matthew just reminded me, do you want to know a secret fact? Yeah, Ooh. always. Bob Mortimer is actually my celebrity crush. That doesn't surprise me. He's mine too. <laughs> <laughs> He's fantastic, isn't he? Him and Idris Elba, they're my two. That is a wide range. Like, Idris Elba's a hunk. <laughs> Like an absolute hunk. He's like a sex symbol. Bob Mortimer is, well, I guess in his own way. He's <laughs> it's Bob Mortimer. It's Bob Mortimer, really. Have you seen Bob Mortimer doing Train Guy? That that gives me life. On mm, yeah. He's amazing. I love him. Um, I love Idris. I've got a man crush on Idris Elba as well. We have very similar crushes. Like we this. have. Same um, so are you excited for Summer Showdown? I'm so excited. I feel like this is going to be bigger, better, like we've taken Viagra and upped it <laughs> we've upped it and we've entered it and lubed it oh. i get it the play on your name i get it i like it i like it this is descending into anarchy this is why we sent you on enforced mat leave um <laughs> so as our master of ceremonies lou what's your role going to be in proceedings uh, I am not sure. So I am going to set the rules, set the boundaries, keep you boys in line, and that's it. 
pretty much that is it. So do you want to give us a, a little bit of an idea about, so we go live on the 5th of July, don't we? Uh, what's happening in week one? Week one is all about banking miles. So, so far I haven't actually set anything. I don't know if any of you have, but I have put banking miles, just run as much as you can. I'll tell you what then, going on with my, my theme from earlier, my, my dad, Joe, let's get a bit, of, bit of a ball rolling on socials and uh, try and get a bit of a, community and and everybody posting and a bit of a vibe going why not uh, have people yeah go on posting their best dad jokes uh well i do feel like you're living vicariously through one decent joke that you made in four series it, it, were, it, were, it were good though attract her <laughs> it were good um you but, know like a like 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 a tractor and no attract no I, 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 oh, I got it i got it it's not that we it's not that you have to explain the joke to me it, <laughs> I, I laughed it was funny <laughs> you you ruin everything God's sake. Right. But I like your, I like your train of thought. So, uh, Master of Ceremonies, can I make a proposal? Mm-hmm. So, alongside banking miles this week, uh, how about if everybody, everybody has a potential for um, uh, five bonus miles each? Okay. If they post on social media, and it can be whatever social media they like, it can be on the Facebook, on the Twitter, on the Instagram stories, the grid, however they want to do it, if they post a video of themselves doing their best dad joke, tag the podcast, use the hashtag for their team, WTF Team Rob, WTF Team Matt, WTF Team Jack, they get five bonus miles. I like it. As long as Matthew can't reuse his tractor one. Well, he's not going to get any points because it took him six months to figure that one out. So. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Good idea. Bank miles and a dad joke five for five extra. Excellent. Good, good easy start. Good easy start. I like it. Yeah, we'll, we'll even wait till you see what we've got coming up next week. Uh, <laughs> you'll all be in a dress before you yeah. know it. Have I got uh, to do some running? Uh, yeah. You might have to run at some point, Matthew. Yes. Um, it's, ne- it's, ne- it's never. It's, we've never managed to force you into it before, so. <laughs> Uh, possibly now though um so i guess the other thing to say would be that um the first week yeah all about banking miles um but this is all about the community so it's all about getting to know each other so what i would encourage you guys to do is is if you can start tagging the podcast in your social media posts if you don't do it already even if it's not directly about the social media about about the podcast if it's about your run um just tag us as, as, as in it um use your team hashtag so as I was saying before, hashtag WTF team Rob, Jack or Matt. And then what I'd encourage everybody else to do is just just search that hashtag throughout the week. Make sure you're liking everybody's pictures, um, Twitter posts, tweets, uh, Instagram posts, everything, everything, everything. Liking it, comment on it. Make sure you're all following each other. Just get to know each other. Use the, the WhatsApp chats that we've set up as well to, to get to know each other. And let's just get a little bit of a sense of community going. And then we'll go big next week with some fun challenges. What do you reckon? Sounds, Love sounds it. Fun. Sounds fun. Sounds good to me. I was going to say, you've been quiet for a while, Jack. Did you just go off for a poo? No, I wanted to go. I to go on mute in case I made any noise because it's raining really heavily here down south. It's grim down south. It's grim down south. Uh, okay, fair enough. Good excuse. Um, so yeah, we'll do that. Uh, but guys, also if you're listening to this and you think 
this sounds pretty fun. It is pretty fun. Uh, and you're not yet involved. We, we can take people. Um, uh, we can enter people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> after it's already started. So just drop us a message on social media. Uh, you can uh, contact us through our website as well. Um, let us know um, if you want to play and we'll get you involved. It's free. It's fun. Good way to bring the online running community together. Uh, we're really excited to get going with it. All right. Mm. Uh, good. Uh, Lou, I think that's about it for you this week, isn't it? No, there is one more thing. I'm oh, really sorry, sorry that okay. we have really viagra which is the golden baton. Oh, yes. Ooh. Tell me about Because last season, we had a different golden baton holder each week, didn't we, whose miles were doubled. Is that happening again, Lou? No, it has gone crazy. So this time, I'm so excited I can't contain myself. What you're each going to have, you're going to decide ahead of time, you captains with your teams... And for one whole week, you and your team are going to have their miles doubled. Your whole team. Wow. That is good. Nice. That's nice. insane, isn't it? Yeah. Nice. Oh. Nice. That's nice. Nice. Uh, nice. Jack, say nice. Nice. <laughs> I'm not doing an accent. That was quite good for you. That was quite good. Um, so, yeah, so instead of it being every week one person... It's everybody for one week on your team, but you've got to think about what week's going to be best. So if anyone's doing any ultras uh, or one's got strategic, strategic, big, big key weeks in the marathon training, whatever it might be, we've got to really think about what the best week's going to be. It's a variable. It's a wild card. And I love it. Brilliant. Thank I'm you. Gonna, Thank I'm going to make my whole team run 100 miles in one week. All of us. Uh, oh, with that, Jack. Good luck. He's well, naive. I try. He's so naive, isn't he? Um, uh, brilliant, Luke. Thank you so much. What a good update. We're looking forward to speaking to each and every week now about how we're getting on and what the new challenges would be. Um, should we let you get back to your day? Yes, that is it. Nice to speak to you all. Um, oh, God. Oh, God. Sorry, someone just made me jump. Why have you been there the whole time? Hello, lads. Easy! <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah. Return of the stat. Return of the stat. Return of the stat. I'm home. It's still going. <laughs> oh, brill. Stop my on your back. Your back. Oh, I like that, lads. I uh, was just hiding that whole time behind the radiator. It's getting pretty hot. Behind the radiator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. I've missed you. It's been nice having the phone calls, but it's better having you here, sir. How are you? Are you okay? Well, I'm good. I'm a little bit humiliated, but that's a, that's a story in itself. Right, yes, of okay. course. Um, I was just, I'll just tell you quick, when we got time, I was just reading up on an old mate who passed away a few years ago, um, Van Gogh. <laughs> and uh, the old time we were friends, we hung out every day. I always thought his first name was Van. Turns out it's Vincent. <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that. I cannot believe I used to phone him. You right, Van? He never corrected me. First of all, I'm, I'm sorry for your loss, that man, Sean. 
Thank you, thank you. Oh, Jesus. What a scumbag, though, ever telling you his real name. Letting you just... That happens, though, doesn't it? Some people are just too polite. They'll let, they'll let you call them Dave when mm. the name's Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Humiliated, humiliated, lads. Anyway, are you all all right? How's, how's Jack? We haven't had him on before. Yeah, he's, he's, he's new. Is this the first time you guys have spoken? Mm. I'm... I'm... I'm a little bit scared to say hello to him. I feel like I'm meeting my idol here, but nice to meet you, Satman, virtually. Right. Nice to meet you, lad. I've watched you for a while because I knew you were coming on. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad. That excites me a little bit. Good, good, good lad. Um, but, yeah, that's it. Apart from that, nothing new. Jack the uh, Crow keeps stealing my neighbour's hats. We've got about 72 of his hats now. It's getting a bit... Just one neighbour. Yes. Every day comes out in a new one, and the crow steals it. Is it a variety of hats or just one one specific type? The same style. He loves that certain type of hat. <laughs> oh God! Brilliant. Uh, Statman John, uh, while you are here, sir, I, I have a I have a, a humble question to ask you. Mm-hmm. Um, as you're behind the radiator, I'm sure you'll have heard Lou waxing lyrical about our new Summer Showdown uh, challenge, as you did such an amazing job as official statistician, get your teeth in, Rob, um, in Series 2. I was wondering if you wouldn't mind coming back and handling the numbers for the Summer Showdown every week. What an honour, lads. I'll tell you, as long as Matt's mum's involved, I'm there. I love how much he loves you, Mum. Yes, she will definitely be there. She might even let you take her out for a nice tea. Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, I'll help you out there, lads, definitely. I'll I'll set it up for you, you, Simon, John. Mm, Nice. I will enter. (laughs) 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 All right, okay. We've said enter so many times in the last 10 minutes. Uh, Right, Statman John. Thank you so much. We love you. We'll see you next week. Have a great one. Hi to Jack. Hi to the whole gang. Uh, yeah, have a good one, sir. Cheers, lads. Ta-ra. Ta-ra. Bye, man. Uh, brilliant. As always, <laughs> brilliant. I've got a good feeling about this series. Um, isn't it going to be good, no, guys? So, uh, listen, right. So, Matthew, we're going to finish off strong. Yes. Have you got a... Have you got a good news story for us today, Matthew? I'm Brian Blessed. Uh, gone back there, have we? Yes, we have. We've got a very good news story. Uh, your beautiful wife, Sammy, got... Why is her beautiful? She's beautiful, but it sounded creepy, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wife, uh, your wife um, got me this one and she found it out. Uh, so we've got Belfast girl, Emma McKee, spelled E-M-E-R. Uh, she's ran a five-kilometre world record um, and she's 12 years old. Uh, she's had, she she got the previous record in April and got a 16:40. Uh, the pre, pre the previous record before that was 17:16, um, and then she's gone out this weekend just gone and smashed it by 13 seconds in a time of 16:27 in the Lisbon Festival of Running. Uh, she's a Willowfield, Willowfield Harrier uh, over there in Northern Ireland. So uh, yeah. Brilliant run, 1627 at 12 years old. Amazing stuff. And yeah, also she she started her running journey. We've talked about it loads of times. She started her journey in in park runs. 
So yeah. a nine-year-old, she was she was doing the part runs and look what she's accomplished. A 16, <laughs> 16 uh, 27. I can't even dream to think run that run that distance. And also in the same race, a 60, 61-year-old uh, guy, Tommy Hughes, ran a sixteen thirty-two. So uh, some some fast some fast times in that race. So twelve twelve year old and a sixty one year old all running like sixteen thirties is awesome stuff. Wow, amazing! Yeah. Uh, what I hear of the week, I think we could do nothing more but say that we salute you. Yes, definitely. Emma McKee and Tommy Hughes, we salute you guys. Absolute legends uh, and uh, additional. Huge well done to some key members of the Fartlet family who completed ultra runs uh, in the last week or so. So uh, Neil yeah. Marshall, uh, Anna Chaplin, who is a guest in Series 3. Uh, go back and check out her episode. Um, who else did them? Oh, I oh, can't forget Scott. Successive weeks. I feel like we shout out Scott too much, though. So let's just move on. Just well done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyone else? Who else? Who else? There's loads of people have run. Who am I forgetting? Rachel yeah. Bridgeon. Uh, yes. Yeah, 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 well done. Just amazing. All you. Julie, Julie, Julie came first in, in an endurance race. Just, you're all smashing it. You're all our heroes of the week as well, and we bloody love you. So, uh, well done oh, to you. Uh, right then, for the first time in Series 4, have we got some fan coups before we get out of here, Mafu? Yeah, thanks for Statman John for coming back with us. Thanks to Lou for coming on and being a statistician. Uh, Jack, thank you for joining in this new challenge. It's it's going to be an awesome, awesome uh, ten weeks, ten twelve weeks or whatever it is. Yeah, thanks to you, um, Graham Lindley, for the awesome, super awesome theme music. Yeah. Uh, thank you to Jordan Foster. Yep. For the yep. chat with you. Uh, is that about it? That is. Uh, would you like me to tell you who's on the show next week? I, I can do that if you want. Oh, can I've, you? I, I, I've prepped this week, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah yes. that took you three series of <laughs> feet going, who have we got on next week, Matt? And you go in, uh, <laughs> until I just tell you. It's, so, the, first, it's the first week, in it? So I've, I've yeah. come prepped this week. So, go on, uh, yeah. Who's no, Next week, back, back to the usual next week. So next week, we've got Nacho Rodriguez. Yes, we're going international. Yeah. Yeah. That was my sp- to be in Spanish. Yeah, dead excited to speak to Nacho. Uh, he was amazing, man. Spanish flavour to it. Uh, ultra runner, just off the back of winning the Ultra X in Scotland. 125 kilometres of running over a weekend. Uh, pretty awesome guy. I think Jack will be uh, loving this one a little bit. It's right up his street. Really cool dude who's kind of gone from a bit of a standing start, found uh, to achieving great things in running, kind of a little bit later in life. He's you know he's he's not he's not a spring chicken anymore, but he's done amazing things. So I think you'll really enjoy it. And he's got a dreamy accent as well, so uh, that is always nice. So cannot I'm wait sold. to chat for that um, next week. Jack, after the finish line, are you back for a new series? Have they renewed your contract? They have renewed my contract, and my velvet blazer has been at the dry cleaners, ready for another series. And do you know who I've gone this week? Yeah, tell us. I have got your Sammy on the show and and our lovely Lou. So they will be on the on the show this week talking all things babies and running and getting back into fitness after babies. There is the word, what is it? Postpartum? I'm not good with all the words. Postpartum. <laughs> postpartum. Postpartum. So they'll be going in about that. Um in line in line with Jordan's interview this week. 
Is it post post park run? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know me and words stuff like that but yes we'll be chatting all things babies back into fitness after that um which obviously ties in with jordan's interview which you will be listening to now lovely and that goes out on our youtube channel on saturday morning so give us a subscribe hit the notification button give us a like tell us what you think of it because jack works really hard after the finish line and they are a really fun uh, summary of um of everything that we do in the week so uh, brilliant. Nothing much more for me to say other than thank you for joining us. Thank you for being back with us. Thank you uh, to those of you taking part in the uh, summer showdown. Uh, excited for the football on Saturday. Uh, it, please do check out our brand new website. Uh, all the details are in the bio. Um, give us a follow on the old social media. If you want to give me a follow, I am at Little Runner Boy Rob on Instagram. Yeah, and I am at Matty Owls. And uh, Lou, you're still on. What are you? Aha, Jack. Oh my God! <laughs> I nearly just drowned in a glass of water. I am sweat underscore much. There we go. Definitely give her a follow. And uh, are we forgetting somebody else? Is there anybody else who wants to? No, I think that's it. Really. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> thanks for listening. Uh, yeah. Hello. Yourselves. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Um, Hello. Hello, oh, Jack's here. Go on then, Captain Jack. Captain Jack! I, I would... if, you, if you don't dress up like a freaking pirate at some point in this series, <laughs> I'm going to be very disappointed. Tell everyone what, uh... tell everyone your social media handle. I would just like to say, Lou actually got hers wrong because she didn't say the app for her uh, handle. And as a professional now, I just wanted to point that out. So I am Jack, at Jack, Jack Penfold Ryan. Jack, Jack, can I just point something out? It's very yeah. rude and very unprofessional to point out <laughs> other people make mistakes okay I will put that up before stop mine talking. stop talking I think you should be ashamed of yourself and I think you should apologise for Lou I'm stop, sorry stop Lou but surely, surely, surely you can forgive me as a fellow southerner 100% you're forgiven before you even hey <laughs> Just watch your language, you. Sorry, guys. Episode one, and I've embarrassed myself lots. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're feeling the passion and the pleasure and the fun that we're having because we are back. We're bigger, we're better, and we are loving life. We are going to make this series the best one yet. Don't you worry. We're grafting, and we hope you enjoy it as much as we do. Uh, we love you, man. Um, may your runs continue to be wonderful. Remember to be excellent to each other. Have a great week and we will see you on the flip-flop. Say goodbye, Mafu. Goodbye, Mafu. So, so it's like tractor, a tractor and attract her. Oh, sh- will you just shut up, man?